1: If this is the best God can do, I am not impressed.
0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Outer of Limits of an In-Tooth Radio Show. Outerlimitsradio.com. I'm your host, Ryan. Is the Earth flat? That is the focus of our attention tonight. Our featured guest is going to give several passionate perspectives on why he thinks that the earth is not the globe that we've been taught our entire lives that it is. I think it's very fascinating. I think it's awesome to question reality and we're open to all different things on the show. So let's throw it out there right now. What would it mean to you if you learned or had concrete evidence that the earth was not a globe? How would it affect you personally? As far as me goes, I'd be Pretty devastated because it would totally kill that dream of having an alien civilization blast the Earth to smithereens from space. I was always hoping that a civilization, that an alien civilization, was gonna, you know, just blow this whole place up and get rid of all the humans. So that would really make me devastated because I really want to see that happen, or, or at least hope that happens. So that that would be upsetting. And I was also hoping that we would come in contact with civilizations for other planets that would be more intelligent, that would have a vested interest in helping us get rid of all the idiots on our planet. So that's how I would be affected by it. But aside from that, it wouldn't really impact me. I mean, I am a person. I am a spirit in a physical body here to collect number of different experiences. And a lot of people here are doing that as well. But let's ask ourselves, what would really happen if there was conclusive evidence that the Earth was flat? Would it change anything? I don't think it would. This probably shocked some people, but I don't think it would. There is conclusive evidence that says if you eat fast food on a regular basis and you eat these greasy foods, you're going to die of a heart attack. You're going to get heart disease. Does that stop billions of people from going to McDonald's every five seconds? No. There is a mountain of evidence which shows that wearing those stupid facial diapers is horrible for your health and does nothing to prevent disease. Does that stop millions of sheeple from wearing them even outside even driving in their car even in bed at night no so you can have several instances throughout history where there's a mountain of evidence that shows something either works or it doesn't work or it is what it is and people are going to believe whatever they want to believe now when it comes to something like the earth being round or being flat or being something beyond what we're told I think it is something where individuals who question the reality, It is. I think it is something more for us. It is something for the, these seekers, the people who are not afraid to entertain an idea which contradicts everything they believe. And quite frankly, I think it's fascinating. I think it's good to go out and entertain all different ideas, even if those ideas seem strange, even if they seem completely against going against the social norm. Without questioning our reality, without pushing against or putting out in the universe something that goes against everything we believe, how are we ever going to grow? How are we ever going to find the truth? Let us begin tonight's show. It is a joy to welcome to our show David Weiss, otherwise known as Flat Earth Dave. You can go to his website by going to flatearthdave.com. Dave, Dave, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me, Ryan. What's going on? Well, on our show... We are instinctively curious, and we question but everything.
1: You're, you're curious, but to question the shape of the Earth, that the Earth is flat, we all know the Earth is a globe spinning through an infinite space vacuum, traveling in five different directions at once, billions of miles a year. We I, all know this, right? I don't because know. Some, some I Greek say guy
0: 2,000 years ago figured it out. You know, the only thing I can say with any certainty are things that I know that I've experienced firsthand. So... I have to say that when I've gone through your site, you've made this, you know, argument You're saying, "Okay, well, the Earth. These are my reasons why the Earth is flat." Can you please explain to our audience some of the most compelling reasons why you conclude that the Earth is flat, or the Earth is not this sphere that is traveling through the universe at millions of miles an hour?
1: Well, <laughs> the I mean. We, we, we only have a half an hour. We don't have like a month to go through all the reasons. But the God. number one reason in my, my book uh, that we know that the Earth is flat is because there's not a single globe proof. I'm so confident of this. I'm offering three Bitcoins for one globe proof. Okay? And uh, so far, nobody has even come close to supplying me one globe proof. Now, you have what we call God-given common sense. You go outside on a... Um, you know a calm summer morning and go to a lake and you can look at that lake and that lake is perfectly still the water is glass and it's flat when we're told you know um well the earth is so big you can't see the curvature but they want you to believe you can see boats disappearing from the bottom up but when we do tests with laser flashes and microwaves and and mirror flashes um we can see way too far we can see things that should be feet miles below the curvature and we can see them. So the number one thing for me was um, we can see too far. When I started seeing this, you know, when I'm jumping back 2015, I uh, I went, looked into flat earth reluctantly screaming like you guys are idiots. You're wasting my time, but I'm going to prove you all wrong. And that's not an open mind. That's a closed mind. And um, I went in to prove the earth is a globe and prove flat, Tards are retards, and um, I ended up becoming one of them because all of the things that I thought proved the globe don't exist,
0: and we can go through them one by one. And um, yeah, sure, it's a, I mean, a few of them. I mean, we we're yeah. talking about not being able to see, you know, I've, I've heard the argument, I've seen the argument okay, when you go up in a plane, you go up, you never see the curvature. And I wonder if it's because if the earth is so big. That's it looks loss. like it's flat because you you you, you don't you do know, you don't get that far. Maybe if you uh, were a larger object, yeah. a much larger object, you would see the curvature. So That's, I'm I'm, just, I'm curious that, just to know like some of your reasons um, you concluded so- that. To-
1: yeah. yeah. So let me let me explain that. So they tell us the Earth is twenty four thousand nine hundred one miles around at the equator. That's what they tell us. Most people that defend the globe don't even know any of the specs. I'm going to tell you about the globe Earth. Uh, Flat Earth, know no more about the globe than the people that think it's a globe, because if you knew the specs of the Earth, you would never believe it because they don't make any sense. So um, that means if the Earth is the size that they tell us, a six foot tall person standing at the edge of calm water, should see a physical horizon at just three miles away, because at three miles, there's a six foot drop, which means that they would see a horizon, a line that and then the surface of the water would drop below that line below the curve. And then the farther away you went, the faster it drops off because, you know, we're on a sphere, not on a ramp, supposedly. So that's just three miles. But. When I started seeing all of these uh, you know, ships going over the horizon and then a super zoom camera zooming them back in, I live right here on Long Island Sound and I zoomed in on a beach. I sat at the water's edge. I bought a, a Nikon P900, was, which was brand new at the time, super zoom camera, got a tripod and I zoomed in over on Long Island and I could see people sitting on the beach and I'm like, wait a minute, there should be dozens of feet of curvature there should be, there should be a lot of, a lot of curve. And then I zoomed in on a buoy, which was 10 miles away. And, uh, I could see the buoy and the curvature calculator says there should be 66 feet of curvature. I was like, okay, I'm not going to buy this yet. The curvature calculator is wrong. These, these flat people, um, have got the curvature calculator wrong. So I went to the flat earth debunking sites and this one site says, um, no, that's not the way it works. It's, when you're viewing something in the distance, there's a hump between you and you're both halfway that distance below the hump. Okay. That's absolutely wrong. Incorrect, provably incorrect, but I'll give it to them. Let's say the curvature is only 33 feet. It's wrong. There's 66 feet of curvature. There should be. Um, But I can still see a buoy that's 10 feet tall. So even giving them a massive undeserved handicap, it still doesn't work. Then with infrared, we were able to see through the haze things that you can't see without infrared that would make the earth have to be over a thousand times bigger than they tell us. That's a problem. Okay. And even at a thousand times bigger, there would still be measurable curvature and there's none. So uh, I'll finish up and toss it back to you. Every single test for curvature or axial rotation through all of known history has failed and proved the opposite. But they don't teach you that in school.
0: Well, they don't teach you a lot of things in school. I'm, they don't teach you uh, anything critical in thinking sc- <laughs> They don't teach you critical thinking. They don't teach you how to grow food. They don't teach you how to question authority. I, I wouldn't even i mean I'm never going to put my kid in any public school at all
1: ryan that is the that is the happiest thing I just heard because public school is an indoctrination system I... to turn your kid into a worker slave now think yep. about this in school, they teach us algebra and geometry and you know calculus and how to be got accounting right they don't teach you vortex mathematics what's vortex mathematics people go they don't teach you the power of three six nine they don't teach you sacred geometry. These are things that could actually Inspire your brain to operate at more than ten percent. You know, in school they tell us our brains—we only use ten percent of our brains. Well, that's not true. But the uh, the goal of the government indoctrination slave system is to lock you into that ten percent um, usage of your brain, so you never challenge the authority that you believe it ha- that they ha- that the government has over you. You you become a good little worker slave you work your whole life away. You spend the weekends watching sports movies and football, you know, the football is sports, um, drinking some, uh, drinking alcohol. And, uh, and then you shrivel up and die, um, you know, it, it, later. That's what they want. They want you to be a slave. But in reality, the other 90% of our brain, our creativity, our imagination, our connection to source, our connection to the earth, our understanding of who we are, where we are, what we are, the power of our minds, our ability to manifest with our thoughts, they don't want us to know that that's real because that will challenge their authority. If everyone listened to this interview, it went super viral tonight, 7.8 billion people listen to it or whatever, because that's, that's also a fake number. Um, and everyone says, you know what, Dave is right. And, uh, we're no longer going to pay attention to the governments. Well, guess what? The governments are gone. We don't even know. We don't even know where they are. No one's going to listen to them. They have no power. The only power that people have over us is in our imagination. Because we are free, um, sovereign human beings and nobody has any authority over
0: you, but they've tri- they've tricked you into believing that they do. I'm not gonna disagree with any of that, and I'll agree with it. But when it comes to challenging the belief or they a lot of cause a lot of people have that the earth is not flat, that it is a globe, I think about A couple of things come to mind. I look at what happened with the recent pandemic. I look at how many people bought into this idea that this thing was deadly, even though it had a 99% survival rate. And A lot of people would, uh, you know, would do a lot of unusual, strange things. And I think about uh, the 9-11. And I think that there are all these different questions that would come up. So I've seen and witnessed in my lifetime, a lot of people that have not seemingly been able to look at facts that are on the ground or, or, or they're, they're so wrapped up in a cognitive dissonance that they don't even realize what's happening. Like some, I think that uh, anything I've realized the past two years is I feel like a vast majority of Americans have Stockholm Syndrome and they, they don't even realize it. But then you talk about this idea that, okay, well, the Earth is not a globe and it is flat or it is something else besides what we've been told throughout history. That seems that to me that there's so much more of an energy and energy to to put people in that mentality. Um, We've seen a lot of pictures of space, and I don't know if these were all computer-generated. I know they were taking pictures of uh, the stars years before computers even came out, but how do you push something like that out for so long, and what is the motive? What is the driving force for keeping people in the belief that the Earth is indeed not a globe? You've thrown a thrown a lot out there, okay. so
1: I'll I'll I'm gonna roll for a little bit here. Sure. So in the 1950s, we started exploring Antarctica. This this uh, the people that we call the controllers of our world, and uh, Admiral Byrd flew out over Antarctica and said there's more land beyond Antarctica bigger than the United States that no human has ever set foot upon that's filled with resources that could fuel the whole world for hundreds of years. And then, you know what they did right after that? They said, oh, Antarctic Treaty, and in every country in the war that's been fighting over resources, starting wars, all of a sudden everyone agreed, hey, nobody can go to Antarctica. And that treaty is still in place from 1959 to today. It can't even be questioned until the year 2047 Wait a minute. All the countries in the world agree on something with all of the nonsense that's going on in the world? right? And it's still in effect today. Now, people say, well, I can go to Antarctica. Yeah, you can spend twenty to $50,000 to go to Antarctica for three days, where they take you to a little peninsula off of, of South America. That little peninsula is bigger than some countries, but it's only a tiny fraction of a speck of what Antarctica really is. They tell us Antarctica is a continent at the bottom of the ball. Look at it on a globe. You'll see it. It's a continent at the bottom of a ball. They also tell us some truth. They tell us Antarctica has the highest plateau The the base level of Antarctica is higher than any other country. Now that's very interesting, okay? Well, we don't live on a ball because that's scientifically impossible, but what we do live in is what's called the Antarctic Basin. So when it rains, where does water accumulate in puddles? It accumulates at the bottom of hills. It, It accumulates in the basins of areas, and the puddle is contained by the land that surrounds the edge of the puddle that's consistently higher than the puddle. That's the container. Large bodies of water at rest need lateral pressure. They need a container. Like if you had a bathtub and you got rid of the tub, the water's going to go away because it doesn't have any lateral containment. So now let's look at a pond. A pond is just a bigger puddle. What contains a pond? The land that surrounds the pond that's consistently higher than the pond contains the pond. And if you took a bulldozer and lowered some of that land, well, that water is going to not have any lateral containment. It's going to flow away. A lake is a bigger pond and the world oceans are a giant pond. Think of the world's oceans as a giant pond. What's containing them? They're spinning out of control in a space vacuum. There's so many things wrong with that scientifically provably wrong that I can't even get into it on this short podcast. But. What's holding it in is the lateral pressure from Antarctica. What do I mean by that? Antarctica is the land that surrounds our horizontal level Earth pond. All of the continents and islands are surrounded by water, but all of that water is surrounded by land that we call Antarctica. Antarctica is the shoreline of our world pond. It's not the ice wall like in the Game of Thrones. However, when you get to Antarctica, most of it is 200 feet above your head. Okay, it's an ice cliff to a ice plateau. Okay, and how far does that go? Well, I, I contend that Antarctica is bigger than all of the other continents and all of the other oceans combined. It goes, extends on farther and farther. And the problem is we're not allowed to go there. No one is allowed to independently explore Antarctica. No one is allowed to fly over Antarctica. Nobody has ever gone south. And circumnavigated the globe and come up north again. No one's ever done it. A while ago, a uh, a guy um, uh, called the the ZQ Pilot was going to do the world records, going for the world records south south north circumnavigation. And he flew down, you know, from uh, you know, Ala- uh, North Pole, Alaska, Brazil. Um, that Santiago, and then he went to the supposed South Pole. And then, because of weather, he turned around and came back and went back up through South America and, and you know, all the way back up to the North Pole. And we're like, well, he didn't do it. And the Guinness book gave him the world record for Southern circumnavigation. That's like me going to the end of my street, touching the telephone pole, turning around, going to the other end of the street, touching a telephone pole, and then coming back to my house and say I circumnavigated my spherical street. When in reality, I just went to the one spot, turned around and came around. He took a little sail around the world pond. Okay, nobody now. Billions of people, billions and billions and billions of people have circumnavigated the earth east and west. What is east and west? East and west are circles around a magnetic center. Here's a simple thing that you can do. Get a um, a piece of paper, draw a big circle on it, put on the, the flat earth map, the, the Gleason's map, the AE map, right? And drop a magnet down in the center of that. That's our magnetic north pole. Some people think there's a magnetic mountain there, but there is something that makes your compass point towards it. Drop your compass down on that map, and uh, you'll see that the hand will point towards the center, towards that magnet. Now, try to push that compass, pretending it's a plane or a boat, try to push it dead east or dead west. And what you'll notice is you have to constantly turn. You have to move in a circle to maintain a heading of 270 or 90. And that circle is equidistant from the center. So I could leave New York heading east and continue 90 degrees and end up back in New York again, On a flat Earth. But guess what? It doesn't prove the Earth is flat. It works on both. It works on a globe and flat. Okay? What doesn't work on a flat Earth is if, oh, I I can go from New York, I can go north, and the second I pass that magnet, the North Pole, I'm heading south, even though I didn't change directions, and now I'm in China. Okay? Well, that works on a globe Earth and a flat Earth. What doesn't work on a flat Earth is if I headed south, down to South America, down to Alaska, I should pop up over in... Australia or um, New Zealand, but nobody has ever done it. If you go south, which is every direction away from the center, you will never come back to where you started from because that's not how the Earth is set up, and no one's ever done it. So, did I okay. So, your so question?
0: let's um, if the Earth isn't round, what yeah, is it? it? How would you describe it? I would describe the Earth as a um the, the, the Earth
1: itself. The Earth plane is for lack of a better word, the basement of the universe. don't ask me what's underneath it because no one knows what's underneath the what's down in the center of the earth. you know we were all grown up on that meme with the cross section of Earth showing the cross the you know the, the magnetic molten magnetic center that's a meme that's a meme with zero scientific proof the deepest hole what about ever the done? course
0: what about the course I because when you know if you watch certain shows like um you know, space shows they all show that I guess. A lot the of these planets, had, magnetic yeah, core Yeah, they were core. And you know the, So l-
1: let well, me explain that sure. to you. I was just about to explain it to you. The deepest hole ever dug is called the Great Boar Hole. It's in Russia. And it's only seven and a half miles, just short of eight miles. Eight miles. Okay. And then they hit an impenetrable barrier that they couldn't drill through with diamond blades. They couldn't blow it up. They tried for years and they could not get any deeper. And eventually the hole was covered up. And they're like, you know what? There's some crazy stuff going on down there and we don't want any part of it. So so people don't realize what it is. Let's put that into an analogy. Let's pretend the earth is an apple. You know how thin the skin of an apple is, right? So they they drilled not even halfway through the skin of the apple. And while they were drilling, they used ground penetrating radar to see what they're going to hit next. Hey, there's no more rocks. They hit rocks. Hey, there's no more water. They hit water. You know, everything that they thought they could see they couldn't see the ground penetrating radar was useless and inconsistent and did not predict anything then they hit an impenetrable barrier halfway through the skin of the apple but somehow they know what's at the core okay they made the next 4000 miles all of a sudden they know exactly what's there when they couldn't figure out what's in the skin the only thing that they can verify is how dug what when they dug how deep they dug which was halfway through the skin of the apple and they were wrong, but then they know that there's a magnetic core. Another thing is a molten magnetic core. There's a thing called the Curie point. When you heat a magnet up before it melts, it loses all its magnetism. A molten magnetic core is just a physical impossibility, right? So all of that is just absolute and total lies. So there you go.
0: You know, I've on our show, we've interviewed people that have had near-death experiences and some of them have said that they've actually seen the earth and that they, they've described it you know being dead and they've come back with some knowledge and information they said that the earth is from their perspective is it, a globe i mean that's what so they, the, but um but but i, I want to go look um i'm going to help you out there though I oh, I, that. But, but i want to little farther this is that they also describe the human experience as okay, well, this is a this is a life incarnation. You are the spirit. You in, you incarnate into a body, and this is kind of like your way of maneuvering around, you experiencing. And then I I kind of tie two two together, or one thing where I think about video games, and a lot of video games, you take on the role of a certain character, you walk around in this thing called an open world, but then there's always things that block it, and you you can't go all around. And there's something weird about that. Like I'm trying trying to draw a correlation. I'm like I wonder well. Are some of the video games a representation of the external reality of what we are creating? I don't know for certain, but for all these things that people say they claim to know about life, they believe that they're their own bodies. I think that's kind of strange. I also am comfortable with the idea of the physical body just being a vehicle for the spirit to enjoy things. And why does the experience or the plane for which the spirit manifests the body have to necessarily be a a round uh, globe? Why does that have to be anything? Why can't it just be whatever it chooses to be to have the experience? Well,
1: I got you. So there's there's a lot to unpack there. Um, yeah. Well, you know, we we me, um, people. We've come to realize that you know this is this life. They want you to believe that this is all that there is, and then when you're dead, you're worm meat. Uh, when in reality, we are just receivers for our consciousness, our consciousness, the consciousness that's Dave. Um, the consciousness that 's Ryan is an external thing, and our and our brains our pineal glands kind of are the wi fi antenna to connect us to that, so they 're trying to disconnect us from who we really are and have us live as these um you know these uh these meat suit robots you know slaves they don 't want us connecting to our higher self to realize what this world really is to realize you know how How our thoughts create our world, there are no victims in this world there 's just volunteers and the thing is they trick us into giving up our 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 true nature our 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 true freedom, our true um, creation they don 't want us to see the creation, so getting to your thing where someone says they have a, an experience where they see the near death experience and they see the earth as a globe um, that 's that's one because that's the that's the paradigm that they know, and so let's say one of the one of the other things I like to speculate again. Anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation. But I myself and many 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 flat earthers believe that there's more lands beyond Antarctica. There's a book called The Iron Republic. I highly recommend people read. In the late 1800s, early uh, you know 1901, um somebody an explorer went through Antarctica and found. Uh, more land in another ocean on the other side of Antarctica with an advanced civilization there. And the story was that advanced civilization was tired of the tyranny that was going on here in the 1600s. And they picked up and they moved outwards. They moved to these outer tropical lands. And there's a way more advanced civilization out there. Whether that story is true or not, doesn't matter. They were talking about more lands beyond Antarctica. So think of our world pond as a five mile around lake in Kansas. Well, guess what? Kansas is a hell of a lot bigger than a five-mile-round lake. What if there's another lake 20 miles away from that? What if there's 500 more round lakes within a, within the next couple hundred miles, okay? And all of those lakes are new worlds with their own suns circling over them, right? So what's beyond Antarctica? Well, let's pretend that there's these this puddle world, right? And we have, a, I call it a puddle theory. And we get in, a, a I take a Glober, and myself, and we get into a, um, uh, a free energy um, device, a uh, plane, you know, an uh, uh, aircraft, you know, the, from the secret space program, I call it the secret propulsion program, and we fly up really high, we get up to a couple hundred thousand feet, well, you're going to see the earth shrink and turn into a circle. Well, the glober is going to see a ball, and the flat earth is going to see just, oh, that's our flat puddle lit up by our local sun. And then as you go away, that's going to get smaller and smaller, and we're going to fly into the darkness over Antarctica and beyond, and then we're going to start approaching another ball, another light. And the glober is going to see a ball, and the flat earth is going to go, oh, that's just another pond with a light on it. Okay. And so you see the world on how it's been framed for you. And it's been framed for us as a globe before we could even talk. And then we started watching Sesame Street and they had astronauts on. And we started watching Walt Disney and they had astronauts on. Okay. We discovered, you know, we're having wars and all this stuff is going on. And for resources, Admiral Byrd says there's more, you know, there's nothing in Antarctica except uh, resources. They turn it off limits. And now people are like, why aren't we going to Antarctica? And they go, oh, no, no, don't look over here. Look up there. We're going to the moon. Hey, we're going to the moon. And they make these fake moon missions, right? Absolutely fake moon missions. I have to say I question
0: the moon. I question some of these things because, you know, I had a discussion with somebody and they always say, well... You know, you know, Armstrong was the first guy to walk on the moon, but like, well, wouldn't it be his cameraman that was videotaping? Him? Absolutely, <laughs> there's so many, so many things wrong well, with it. And, and, and here's the thing: I, I don't want to
1: get into the whole moon shit. thing here. Um, I'm going to tell everybody where you can learn all of stuff. Here's the thing. Do not believe anything I say. I'm just making some really damn good arguments, and I'm going to show you where to find it. The problem is if you Google Flat Earth, uh, the powers that be have algorithms on YouTube and Google that will just feed you garbage. They will feed you uh, debunking videos. They will feed you stuff like Professor Dave, who's not a professor. He's a shill who makes straw man arguments and gaslights that crap out of Flat Earth and talks in a snarky voice that makes you feel stupid if you disagree with him. And people have weak minds, and they're like, oh, the flat earth is so stupid. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, why is it that when the sun sets, I could stand up really quick and see it set again? Well, that's due to perspective. It has nothing to do with the globe. Why is it that boats disappear from the bottom up? It's because of the Rayleigh criteria, which is the angular resolution limits of your eyes. And if you get a super zoom camera and zoom in, you can see the entire boat again that you thought went over the curve, which would be impossible. How come uh, Aristophanes figured it out with sticks and shadows? The only way that could work with his buddy having a shadow and Aristophanes not having a shadow um, is be- if the earth was curved, as Carl Sagan uh, put into our heads with the show Cosmos. Well, in reality, in a flat earth model, when uh, you you have a small local sun directly over you where you have no shadow, your buddy down the road will have a shadow because the sun isn't directly over him. Get out uh, two bottles and put them on a table and put a light over one of them. One of them doesn't have a shadow. The other one does. That in, in globe world means that your table is spherical. How come in the north, we can see the North Star, but in the south, we can't. Well, the answer is because the south is far away from the North Star and it merges with the horizon due to perspective. Right. Like if you and I were in a room and uh, there's there's lights above us, 10 feet high in the ceiling, we're looking at the lights. I'm like, oh, that one right there, that's the North Star and all the other lights circle around it. And we watch the ceiling spin around and all the lights are circling around. it. are like, cool. Now I say, hey, this room is now 10 miles wide and I send you five miles away. Well, you're going to disappear in less than a mile because the ceiling and the floor are going to merge together. I call you on your cell phone. I say, hey, I say, Ryan, look up. And you look up, I said, uh, do you see the North Star? You're like, no, I can't see it. I see different stars. I'm like, well, I can't see the lights above you, and you can't see the lights above me. Therefore, this room must be a sphere. No, it's due to perspective. It's due to atmospheric conditions. It's due to everything. One more thing, and I'll throw it back to you, is – they tell us the distance of these stars are light years away. That's ridiculous. If you look at what's called the um, inverse square law of light, light has to diminish rapidly as it expands. Like if, a, if I had a balloon, um, you know, a regular size balloon, and I and I put just a tiny bit of air in it, it's not even blown up, That the thickness of the rubber is the brightness of the light. And now I blow it up to a foot wide, now that rubber got pretty thin. It's like balloon thin, blown up balloon thin. And that light is is because it has to fill all of the area. Now, let's say I blew that balloon up to 10 feet wide. How thin is it? Now, let's say I blew that balloon up to 100 miles wide. Could you even see the light? Would you even know that there's any material there? Well, that's how light works. But we can see stars with our naked eyes that are trillions of miles away. That's absolute insanity. And the only thing the Globers say, well, that light burned out years ago and that light's been traveling to your eyeball. No, as it travels, it has to fill more and more space, Right? as that travels that light spreads out like the balloon spreads out and the light gets weaker and weaker all of that is impossible and the thing is they've taught us to to um not understand big numbers and not use our minds in school sit down shut up answer well, the Oh, I'm not going to disagree. I'm
0: not going to disagree with that one, but I I got a yeah. few uh, questions coming back. back at you. First one Go. is all right so if we again coming back to the pandemic we come back to 9/11 and we have people that did not believe or had had very much questioned uh, both of them, and you know we've been questioning the pandemic f- since it came out. I mean James Corbett, I have to say, he's one of the I love this this guy. He yeah, was great. he was really calling stuff out. What I'm curious about is why aren't there more people that are coming out to challenge this? What is it about this uh, notion that the Earth may not be a globe that is so controversial? Why well, there are, are why, why there are more are people?
1: More, more. More and more people are coming out all the time. There's major celebrities that are there. That's all they talk about at the Oscars now is flat Earth. But these celebrities don't want to blow their gig, so they talk to us privately. There's there's celebrities out there that have their own television shows. They know the Earth is flat, but they're afraid to come out. But they're not. They're becoming less and less afraid. More and more people are coming out. They did a survey in Brazil last year, um, and there's over 10 million people that don't believe the Earth is a globe. 10 million in Brazil alone. Brazil's not even that that big okay and so it's it's going everywhere and uh I created an app called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And it, and it has a thing called the Friend Finder on it. And you could click it and you could see all of the other flat earthers that have the app that are near you. And you can actually contact them uh, by tapping on their dots or sending out a group message to a radius. Um, and there's people getting together all the time. There's so many. And it's doubling every four months. Every four months the number is doubling. It, we're at the critical mass point. We're at that hockey stick curve where it's about to take off. Um, There's a movie that just came out on Flat Earth Day, April 22nd, formerly Earth Day, um, called The Next Level. And I encourage everyone to go watch it, not because I'm in it, but I am in it. Um, It's actually an amazing movie. And you can find it at TheNextLevel2022.com. It's on Vimeo. Check it out. It's It's 80 minutes, hour and 20 minutes. And I challenge you, watch that. And you will know that you're being lied to,
0: and you'll know why you're being lied to. Kind of wonder why. Why the lie? No, no. Yeah. What's the What's the big reason for it? Because I, the the thing I, I think it's really hard for me to wrap my head around. I think it's just probably because of a personal belief is that I would love to believe that there are other, you know. Beings out within the universe that we have a con- that we can have a connection with other races besides the human race because I'm not really a fan of the human race at all. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> I would L- love to let, you let, me, let, me, with... let me answer. Let yeah. me answer that sure. first. The extraterrestrials, extra. What does extra mean? More. Yep. Ex- extra means more. And where does the word terrestrial come from? Earth. T- territory. 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 Extra territory. Extra terra. Extra land. Okay. What's beyond Antarctica? More oceans and more land. What if somebody lived out there across the Earth plane and they came to visit us on this inner inner area? So I would call them an extraterrestrial from the outer space, not billions and trillions of miles away. So, I believe that there are extraterrestrials here on Earth. The closest star is Alpha Centauri. They tell us it's four and a half light years away. That's 25 trillion miles. Oh, well, 25 trillion doesn't sound that far, right? Well, if I was traveling a mile per second, no one's ever gone that fast, and I went for one trillion seconds, I'm 125th of the way to Alpha Centauri because it's 25 trillion miles. You with me? Okay. How long is 1 trillion seconds? Do you know? No. Take a guess. Take a guess. 1, One. trillion seconds. How long is it? A year. Wait,
0: uh, a, no, a year, but, uh, five maybe years, a hundred, 10 years? Year, thousand years.
1: Yeah. 31,000 years. Okay. 31,000 years is 1 trillion seconds let that sink in and they tell us alpha centauri is 30 is is 25 trillion miles away and the next star is magnitudes farther none of this makes any sense it's the helio nonsensical ridiculous system that you were never allowed to question because a guy in a bow tie who lies told you because your teacher had a rockefeller funded globe in the front of the class because every movie every news show everything had globes in it, and they're using it to control your mind. The globe. Do you, you remember the movie The Matrix? You, you yeah, I,
0: I do. Rem- I remember The Matrix, and I know that. Right. Um, the, I know that they're manipulating people, and they're taking away people's so- power.
1: So think about this, but they, 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 they have you in the matrix. The matrix is the heliocentric system. It's a prison for your mind. You can't think outside of the matrix. If you believe that you live on a globe because there's nothing else to discover. Remember Truman in the Truman show, he goes, I want to be a, an explorer. And the teacher goes, Oh, Truman, everything's been discovered already, you know? Um, and, and that's where they have us in the heliocentric spinning out of control, lost in space, insignificant, and a godless or distant God, a random Universe where none of that makes any sense whatsoever. Okay, so the reason that they're lying to us is to make you feel insignificant, to make you never claim your true power, to make you afraid. Fear is false energy, uh, false evidence appearing real, and they steer your mind with the news, which is an acronym for North East West South. Okay. They're steering your mind, and they're making you believe that you live on this globe. Now, you want to believe in aliens, extraterrestrials. Well, they're right here on Earth. That's why they have two arms and two legs and a head, and they look like us, and they probably speak English, because <laughs> they were here. They're right. here. So, so how far does it go? We don't know, but we should have the right to explore there. Well, that's-, that's, why, that's why they get rid of airships, and they, they demonize the hydrogen with the, the, with the Hindenburg. And then guess who controls all of the helium in the world? NASA. NASA is the largest consumer and owns all of the helium companies in the world.
0: Uh, I, have to, not, I can't verify that. I mean, I mean,
1: You can verify that. It's actually public information. I,
0: maybe it is, but I, I just want to go a little bit more on this. Yeah. If the Earth is flat yep. and you have a massive earthquake, I would imagine that if there's an earthquake and it's not a flat plane, that it would be felt everywhere. And also... If there was a tsunami, like they, they always talk about how the dinosaurs went extinct when this comet hit the earth. Dinosaurs this, never uh, existed.
1: Comets uh, don't exist.
0: I don't know. I if they if the dinosaurs didn't exist, then you have to they, have some prankster putting dinosaur bones in the ground. So yeah,
1: you absolutely do. But, but we, you
0: actually don't. But, because get, but check be, this out. Sure, before no, you come to the dinosaurs though, I want to, I don't know if you can answer this one question and then go to the dinosaurs if there's a tsunami and a tsunami happens you have a 25 wall like like for 50 foot wall of wave water wave wouldn't that encompass the entire planet like wouldn't it hit one side of the earth flat earth and then come back and hit the other side why would no, any it, part it, of the region it doesn't be flash like
1: that there there are tsunamis that happen and some of them actually hit lands that they shouldn't like how did it get to Hawaii before it got to Thailand or or wherever whatever wherever it was there's a couple that have been documented um That made no sense where they hit, but when you look at them on a flat Earth map, they make absolute perfect sense. The Earth is a really, really big place. You can't have a tsunami wrapping around a ball, but you can have a tsunami going across a flat lake, okay? It doesn't wrap around a ball. it It doesn't work that way. And then the dinosaurs... Um, do you know that no dinosaur head has ever been found? You know, go look at the stegosauruses. Ask yourself, how did they mate? All right. Impossibility. Well, so when they, what about so, the museums?
0: Oh, though, I mean, hold they, on. Hold
1: okay, on. No, none of them have real dinosaur bones showing. They have they have uh, um, made in China, ground up chicken bones that uh, that they make into dinosaurs. They'll find like one whale bone at the top of a mountain, like a, uh, a vertebrae. And then they'll 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 extrapolate an entire dinosaur out of it. Absolute insanity. Here's the thing. Going all the way back to the pyramids, um, there's no history, there's no, no one ever, ever, ever mentioned dinosaurs. And then in the 1800s, some royal guy wrote a paper theorizing about dinosaurs, published it, and then a year later, to the exact day. He and his team discovered the first dinosaur. This is all a long-term PSYOP to make people believe in gravity, asteroids, extinction, right? This is all about being in fear. Let me give you some things. Let me tell you a couple things before we wrap up and is, They want us to be in fear and they sear us with the news. Well, what's on the news? Well, right now, what's on the news is there's going to be a nuclear war. Guess what? Nuclear bombs don't exist. What about Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Total, there were just just bombs that went off, TNT bombs, and the sandwich shops, the food, the the trains were running. They were selling flowers on the street three days later. Okay? But you didn't hear about this because only one guy was allowed to report on it and take pictures. Anyone else that took a picture, wrote an article, was put in jail. Okay? The plants, people in the animal have thrived there in Hiroshima and Nagasaki ever since. It's very to today. They have less cancer than here in the United States. It's all a up. Um, Fukushima and and uh, Chernobyl plants, people, and animals still live there. Everything's fine. This whole radiation thing is just to keep you scared. It's just to keep you in fear and make you give up your power, right? Asteroids don't exist. Extinction doesn't exist, right? Extinction doesn't exist. That's a whole nother rabbit hole. Our, you know, we're at the height of um, of intelligence right now. That's absolutely untrue. In the 1800s, there was a far more advanced civilization worldwide here, and then there was some sort of reset. You have to look into the mud floods. You have to look into Tataria. okay? And it's not a theory. It's here in front of you. You see it every day. You walk by buildings that were built long before uh, Christopher Columbus ever discovered America, right? All of it is lies. And where can you find this information? Well, because Google isn't going to serve it to you. Check out my app. It's $3. I'm not here to like say, hey, you know, buy my app. It's $3 and just go read the reviews. Don't buy my app, as a matter of fact. Just go read the reviews. It's called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. You can find all the links to all of my stuff at flatearthdave.com and check it out. Just read the reviews. Don't buy the app. And also, Flat Earth Dave, tons of information there. There's a, I have a link called the Crash Course. Right. What do I mean by that? Well, it's a list of videos and I challenge anyone to get through three of them and still believe we live in a globe. If you still believe we live in a globe, send me the proof. But before you do and try to win the Bitcoins, check out the frequently asked questions. Save us both a lot of time in the app and the frequently asked questions will answer all of your questions. And then you'll be like, oh, that's not working and that's not working. And when you throw up your hands and you go, well, why would they lie? How would so many people keep a lie? Yeah, I have to
0: say that that's the one thing that that's probably the biggest thing is that it would this is this is such a big lie and you have to have so many people involved like i well no you
1: don't have that many people involved the teachers the professors they don't know the pilots well a lot of pilots do know. know um and, and flight routes actually prove the Earth is flat. There's been there's all these emergency landings where they land 1,500 miles out of the way. How did they go 1,500 miles in 15 minutes and land out of the way? But when you look at on a flat Earth map, that runway is directly on the, between the origin and the destination. Wait, so listen, this is a lot of information, audio podcasts, and most people rather not um, research. Let me ask you a question. Where do I live?
0: Where do you, where do you where live? Where do I
1: live? Yeah, where do I live?
0: Um, you live on the earth. No, plane. where
1: no, no, where do I live on Earth? Where do I live? Do You know where I live? United States. Do you know?
0: There's um. Where do
1: I live? We talked about it earlier. Oh, Connecticut.
0: Yeah. Do you know I live in Connecticut, or do you believe I live in Connecticut? I don't know for certain. I've only based I'm so, only based on what you've told me. So, so according believe, according to you, you say you live in Connecticut. So
1: so so you. You stored that information as truthful information because I sound like a truthful guy. You believe I live in Connecticut. I, I don't, and it's that, I don't,
0: I really it, don't know. I just, I, cause I have well, to say, so, I, don't, but, but, I don't, I don't, I don't believe anyone really. I, and well, if somebody says that, I, I, let, I just Let me point something it. out.
1: I'm going to point something out. I do live in Connecticut and it's actually, you trusted me and you, you stored a belief. You wouldn't bet your life on it, but it's called a belief. Belief is just something that you believe, right? But if you wanted to figure out if I really live in Connecticut, you could maybe go on Facebook and go, oh, here, I found some friends. Oh, look, they all live in Connecticut. And then I found his, uh, his uh, um, high school, uh, yeah, he lives in Connecticut. Now you know belief is the enemy of knowing, but ego is the protector of belief and you've been trained since before you can talk that the earth is a globe and your entire world view is put around it and then all of these fantasies, Star Trek, Star Wars, you know all of this stuff was built around you know extraterrestrials, all this excitement. Elon Musk flying into space. all of that is nonsense. Elon Musk, by the way, is they're putting off to be our hero for free speech, but that's just because if he's the hero of free speech, then space is real because he's taking us to Mars. Elon Musk has never sent anything into space because space doesn't exist, right? lot of information. I don't know. Dude.
0: I don't know for sure. I have to say, David... David Weiss, I want to thank you so much for being with us. You know learn more about Dave by going to his website at flatearthdave.com. Yep. And I just want to say I enjoyed our discussion. I will – oh, I, I'd say the dinosaur thing. I'm, I'm not going to be sold on the dinosaur thing. However, the fact that people are bringing and raising questions and they're questioning their reality, I think it's fantastic. And yep. if I somebody has a strong, passionate belief – and they have the, the logic or they have the reasons to back it up. I think it's wonderful because I think that a lot of people are boring these days and no, I think it's I'm great sure. to entertain all different perspectives. But, and, uh, and again, here's
1: the thing. Check out, check out the app, check out the number of people though. It's growing faster and faster. And if you want to learn more about the dinosaurs and all, and uh, no nuclear bombs and all this stuff. Check out StopLookThink.com. Uh, that'll blow your mind. Make sure you bring food and water if you go there. StopLookThink.com. All right. Excellent. Dave, thank you so much. All right, guys. See ya. Thanks.
0: Okay, everyone. That concludes today's edition of the Out of Limits of Inner Truth radio show. Special thanks to our unbelievable guest. And special thanks, as always, to our virtues, Miss Carrie O'Connor, miss constance dallas and our social producer jenny Lamisa. to learn more about the out of limits of inner truth please go to our website at out of limits and till the next time we meet my friends i wish upon you an abundance of peace love and beers. Hey! take care and thank you so much for listening